0: Have you got a head? Now, obviously, unless you're a ghostly horseman, a nifty electric guitar from out of off of the 80s, Ozzy Osbourne's pet bat, or a victim of King Henry VIII's systemic domestic abuse, then the answer is probably, yes, of course I've got a head. What are you talking about? Well, hmm, what if I was to tell you that you may be wrong about that? What if I asked you to examine the concept of non-duality by considering the fact that you might not have a head at all? No, I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about either. In fact, ironically, it sounds like I'm talking out of my arse. But no, because this is the concept behind The Headless Way, a sort of experiential journey which promises the traveller, i.e. me, to recognise that one can never escape one's own perspective, but that in a way, one is always at home. Which is why I'm currently in my pants, lying on the floor watching Netflix. This is John Holmes does. In previous editions, I've tried yoga.
1: The first thing you have to do is carry a yoga mat with you at all times.
0: Okay, I've had someone sing at my stomach to see if I've got cancer or not. And I've even tried to feel moved by a mystical singing ringing bowl. This time, I'm attempting to throw open the doors of perception themselves, so I'm beginning with a technique known as the Headless Way. This might sound like a forthcoming Morrissey album, but it is, in fact, a system devised by the writer and mystic Douglas Harding that engages reason to arrive at its edge, and then peers at what lies beyond. I'm joined by Amir Giles. So, um, what is the
1: Headless Way? As you put so well, it's a series of exercises that draw your attention to your own subjective experience. And what some people find is that they're very surprised when they look very closely at how their direct experience is manifesting.
0: From what I've learned so far on this um, sort erratic series we've been doing is that there's a sense that there's more going on. Than we think we understand. Yeah, in this
1: case, you might frame it more as there's actually less going on. Um, <laughs> be, I mean, you'd be right, there's not yeah. a lot going on. In this case, what we find is a lot of what we think of as being true is actually uh, mainly imagination. And when we're looking very directly at what is really there, unmediated by concepts, there's a lot less going on. It's actually simpler and less thinking is required. Is it a bit like the Matrix? It's uh, basically the Matrix. <laughs> All right, so it's just very simply just paying attention to the fact that you can't see your own head. and the <laughs> I mean, one word, mirrors. <laughs> yeah, but when you see a mirror, you're seeing a reflection of something. It's backwards for a start. Right, it? so it's backwards for a start, and it's also not where your head is. So if you were to point at your reflection, you'd be pointing away from you. Yeah. Right. So if I was going to show, if you asked me for your wallet, for example, let's say you lent me your wallet, and I'm not going to happen just because. It's not. Yeah, probably won't happen. And I brought back a reflection of your wallet, yeah. or a picture of your wallet, that wouldn't do. Right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the reflection is not the thing. Yeah. Okay. In your direct experience right now, or, or, or the listener can follow along as well. You can just notice you can't see your
0: own head. Yeah. <laughs> i mean i mean i, I mean what <laughs> yeah. is it just because i'm you know I I, I I mean this with the greatest respect right um but yeah the layman could come in here right and just just go well this is nonsense i mean it's what, complete nonsense? yeah at what point did someone sit down and go all right so i can't see my own head so is it just it just sounds a bit made up do you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean but at the same time what's fun about this is that
1: you can test it for yourself And a lot of mystical traditions are pointing to this, of like, the sense of separation, that you're separate from what's around you, is an illusion. That's the claim in a lot of these traditions. And by breaking down or starting to see through the illusion of separation, there can be a sense of peace or unity or connection. So there's a series of exercises that kind of bring attention to this in a bit more of a sustained way. It might feel a bit childlike and playful, but I encourage you to join in if you're listening just point at any object in front of you and if you're looking at it really as if for the very first time you'll notice it has colour and shape and then I might point at um, so because of how we're set up I'll just point at my chest okay. and just notice that's also a thing as it has colour and shape We should
0: point I, out that you are clothed
1: Just that so I, am, <laughs> <spread this clear. laughs> I am clothed although it will work without clothes in as well if you're feeling I'm not, adventurous. I'm not sure where this is going, but okay. Yeah. We'll take it one step at a time. <laughs> and then if you point back to where you're looking from, so yeah. if you kind of hold your finger out in front of you. Okay, I'm doing that, right. And obviously you can see your finger there pointing. Yeah. But if you draw your attention back to what your finger's pointing at, from your own perspective, there's no colour or shape, except maybe a bit of a blur that you might call the edge of your nose. But even behind that... And there's different words that I could use to describe that, but it might be clear yeah. or, open, or open. Empty. Empty, 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 empty. empty.
0: There's, a, there's a concept which is, again, similar to what you're talking about, which I've always found absolutely fascinating. The idea is that if you take a newborn baby, and I'm not advocating doing this, right? Great. But glue it to a wall. <laughs> Right. Good. That's the third experiment. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the baby has no perception of depth. Like your eye, as you're talking about, would know that this table is sort of three-dimensional. But a baby would just sit as a flat plane. Yeah. So until you've experienced the world by moving around in it, you have no concept. Of three dimensions. I don't think they actually glued a baby to a wall, but this is the (laughs) idea behind these ways of seeing. We're diving in. Just need to point out for BBC persons, do not glue a baby to a wall. (laughs) That's just not made very clear. That's not part of that.
1: (laughs) Another way to notice is just to look down at your own body Mm -hmm. and notice above the shoulders, it kind of recedes into nothing. It does. In terms of colours. And I compare that with someone else. So I look back at you and, like, above your shoulders, I see a head. Above my shoulders, there's clear Clear, empty empty space. space. And just start to get interested in the empty space that also appears to be cognizant. In other words, although there's emptiness where my head is, from a visual perspective, at the same time it's full of all the colours of what 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 I'm seeing. So there's perception there. But perception is inherently empty of what it's perceiving. Explain that again. For something to appear in a space, the space has to be empty. Okay. So the space of my awareness is empty to allow the thing that's coming into it to appear. And if I start to settle into noticing that, I might start to feel like what's happening is not separate from me. I don't necessarily have to fix or change anything. And there's no separation between us.
0: So are we talking about predetermined? Pathways, which is sort of fate, I suppose, as well. Is that, is that all
1: tied in with it somehow? Wow, well, you don't, you don't hold back. So <laughs> we've got five minutes. The big, the big questions. Yeah, everything's predetermined. This is pre-recorded. There's basically no point. But that is part of a, a lot of mystical traditions of the surrender into this is what's happening anyway.
0: When you start knocking on the doors of perception, who's going to answer? That's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> is it me? Am I behind my own door of perception? Um, you're the only person with the
1: ability to answer that question. That's what I like about that. <laughs> you not be work- a politician. Just <laughs> yeah. right I'm working towards it.
0: <laughs> and I'll be throwing open the doors of perception once more at the same time tomorrow night.